Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Up, time travelers, welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner, and me, Hunter Martin. <laughs> Sorry, you see some? <laughs> An animal is trying to break into my room. I think. Oh, you what? turned around like you heard a ghost. Well, one of my roommates' animals. I think uh, my roommate's dog is trying to get into my room because I heard like a push oh. in my room. <laughs> but I did like turn around really fast. You were like, oh. <gasps> I was like, what was that? <laughs> James? Oh, uh, wow. Jump scare. Speaking of jump scares, when we get into the story today, I have a jump scare moment that I literally oh, no. jumped when I was watching it. Um, I had to go get my water because my throat was really dry. <laughs> and it's smart water. I hate smart water. Why? I, it just tastes so funky to me. I don't like how it tastes at all. Jennifer Aniston would be mad at you. I don't give a hell damn if Jennifer Aniston's mad at me. What are you drinking? Cherry Coke. Ooh. That's a good one. Jealous. Jealous. A little bit. A little bit. I'm trying not to do as many sodas right now. But I keep drinking sweet tea. But that's probably just as worse. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, sweet tea... Is different from soda, but it's probably you know it feels like it's could be better. I think it may be like the slightest bit better because it's less like processed sugar. It's usually just like raw sugar, but still. But I'm not I'm not doing well. Right. I'll just be like I just want a sweet tea, (laughs) but I'm like I'm being healthy because I'm drinking sweet tea and not a diet coke. Anyway, I'm multifaceted. What can I say? Speaking of multifaceted. Some of these stories may be multifaceted, depending on how you feel about them. All right, there's the Disney 411 segue. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Disney 411. First news story of the 411. In a recent interview, Miranda Cosgrove revealed the original idea for the iCarly reboot was geared more towards kids. And if you're wondering why I'm bringing this up, there's a point to it. Okay. Okay. Roughly following, quote, 50,000 hours of phone conversations with the returning cast, Miranda Cosgrove asked Viacom CPS, who owns the show and production company, if the reboot could be an adult show geared toward the audience that watched the original. As a huge Lizzie McGuire fan who was bummed when Disney Plus's revival was ultimately shelved over creative differences, Cosgrove knew it could be difficult to get the team to believe in the idea of a more mature iCarly. But to her surprise, they were almost immediately on board to craft a grown-up version of the show. She go. She goes on to say, hopefully iCarly will do well, and maybe they'll let Liz McGuire be what it's supposed to be, because I would love to see that. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Miranda's fighting for our rights out there. She's fighting for our rights. It's funny because Disney posted a video of Hillary Duff visiting Disneyland. She was like, hi, I might, like, like a, you know, a promotional thing. Yeah. You know, they get celebrities to do it. And every, and I was reading some of the comments because I'm like, I'm sure people are in the comments. This is on, on an official like, Disney Instagram page. Yeah. And everyone in the comments is like, okay, but where's the reboot? Give us the reboot. <laughs> I said, 
y'all. Well, now I'm almost wondering, like, because she just had a baby. Uh-huh. So now it's probably even, like, less likely to happen. Well, she's doing the How I Met Your Father, remember? Oh, yeah, that's true. Which is owned by Hulu, which is going to be on Hulu, and Disney owns Hulu. So now she's technically working for them. So I don't know. She said in an interview when she was asked, she goes, I'd say, never say never. This is after the reboot was ultimately shelved. But she did say never say never. But yeah. unless it's going to be like what the iCarly reboot is, it's not happening. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe Disney will one day give us what we want. Give us our desires. <laughs> but I don't know. I think what she should do when How I Met Your Father starts, if they do an episode where you meet the character's family, she should just cast the Liz McGuire family. Uh. <laughs> With different names. I don't know. She's like, this is my brother, Athew, <laughs> and my best friend, <laughs> Ordo. Ordo. I don't know. Anyway, well, thank you, uh, Miranda, for being on the front lines of this issue. I'm, yeah, seriously. And leading the charge. <laughs> speaking, speaking out when others will not. All right, moving on. We have some two stories involving Allie and AJ. Okay. First story, Ali and AJ were interviewed and they had this to say when asked about their days making music with Disney and how it differed from others like Miley, Selena, and Demi. They went on to say, it's weird because everyone went off and did their own thing. We truly don't know any of those people anymore. As kids, we all kind of knew each other, but as adults, not really. And they also mentioned that they will be opening up for Miley Cyrus at Lollapalooza and they haven't seen her in years. And so they're excited to... uh, speak to her again and congratulate her on the music. And she, yeah. and they also said other people like Demi and Selena, they never really got to know. And they said how they were different was, Ali said, I think we didn't have the global success of those artists, not nearly. So I think that our journey was just different in that way. And AJ said, we also took a really big break and everyone else just kept on chugging along. And so justice for Ali and AJ in the Disney days, because they did not get the global success like Miley, Selena, and Demi did. But did they walk away with their mental health intact? Seems like yes. So I, I think so too. Maybe I, maybe they came out on top in this one. Yeah, I mean, I their their new stuff really. There's just one song they have on their new album. Ooh, it's laced with something. It's symptom of your touch, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're obsessed with it. <laughs> I mean, they're they're not unsuccessful by any means. Like they still no. have people that are interested in them, and they they can sell out like small venues. So they're probably I mean fine. they're they're playing at Lollapalooza, so they are yeah. successful. Yeah, but they were talking about back in the day. No, I mean even back in the day, they were still successful. Yeah, but Miley, Selena, and Demi just had more, and the Jones yeah. had more. Like, but Miley, Selena, and Dummy have all had like public breakdowns at some point. True. True. Also, in the same interview, Ali stated that Easy A was originally rated R. And there, there are talks of a potential sequel. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, she says it would be kind of like a new retelling, but you'd see some of the characters from the original oh, oh. into the story. Well, so there I'd are, still be here for it. There are like slight talks, talk, like rumors, so... What do you think about an easy A2? I don't I would be interested to see where it went. That is one of my all-time favorite movies though. Yeah. It's so good. I'm it's so it would, good. I'm I'm assuming it'd be in the same school. 
Probably, yeah. And so some, like, and one of the teenagers would now be working at the school. Like, do you think Emma it, Stone? It does make sense that it was supposed to be rated R, though, initially, because it feels like it was, like, pushing the PG-13, yeah. like, big time. Allie said in the uh, interview that she, they were all ultimately glad it was PG-13 because it got to reach a larger audience. Than, yeah. It was just rated R, because I saw that movie in high school. I did, too. I loved it. I loved it, but I remember feeling super uncomfortable loving it because it had a bunch of terms and, like, things that I wasn't used to hearing all the time. Yeah. I remember my movie theater was packed. Same, yeah. Um, but, yeah, do you think Emma Stone would be involved? Probably. That was, like, her breakout. Oh, yeah, that was w- what, like, set Emma Stone to, like, everyone. Yeah. But you always forget Ali Mashaka's in that, in that movie. She has one of my favorite lines. She when she goes, I had to hear it from Jackie Rudetsky. That's one of my favorite lines of the movie. AJ said that that's her favorite role. Allie did. Allie it's is so done. fun. Um, but yeah, those are some of the Disney four hundred one news stories for you. What was the jump scare? Oh, that's involving our main topic. We were talking about. Oh, I thought the jump scare was in a four hundred one. No. Okay, okay. My bad. My jump scare involving the 401 was you screaming about EZA. Sure. Okay. (laughs) I got you. So today, because we looked at another album earlier this month and have been talking about doing one of these for a while, Mm -hmm. we thought it would be fun to tackle one of the Disney manias. So we are looking, doing like sort of a track by track review and coverage of Disney Mania 3. Yes. And you're probably wondering. Which has artists from all across the board. Right, you're probably wondering, Becca, Hunter, why are you starting with Disney Mania 3? Well, listener, it's the first one on Spotify. (laughs) And we were not about to scraggle around YouTube. Even though I had to do that a little bit anyway. We had to do, but only for a couple of tracks. We will eventually do Disney Mania 1 and 2, but we'll... Well, this is more of a common ground to, like... You right. enter the playing field. I feel like this is the first one that maybe a lot of people are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Well, this is I, definitely the first one I'm aware of. Well, I remember having all of them. Oh. So, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Disney Mania was a collection of albums. They did, they did about, they did seven from 2002 to 2010. And they also had Disney uh, Disney Remix Mania and Princess Disney Mania. We're talking about Disney Mania 3. It was released on February 15th, 2005. It peaked at number 30 on the Billboard 200, and it was certified gold. Dang. And so Disney Mania was basically every album was random singers, and they were covering songs from Disney movies. It's, it's basically kids bop. But it seems it's, like sometimes... You know how like, kids pop covers pop songs? Yeah. It's Disney. But it's kid, singers kids covering. Pop, kids pop is more about making the song appropriate for a child, whereas this yeah. is more about like these artists just putting their own like whatever spin on Right, and we'll get song. into it. And some of these spins <laughs> were spitting out of control. <laughs> yeah. Some, it seems like sometimes, maybe more later, that some of the songs on here would coincide with like a special edition or something yeah. new that was coming out. I don't like know if any of these did or if these were just like all specifically for this. I believe nothing was like Becca said, a lot of them would be like the music video would be on the DVD. I think, okay, I'm 
if I remember correctly, Clay Aiken's cover of Proud of Your Boy from Aladdin was on the Aladdin special edition DVD. That Yeah, that makes sense. Because I remember like the... How, like Kiss the Girl was on. Not this yeah. one, but Ashley Tisdale's was on. Right. So, um, like, like I said, Disney Mania had uh, a lot of incarnations throughout the years. So yeah. there are a lot of songs that throughout the albums were covered more than once. I have basically noticed, especially with this one, that Kiss the Girl, Part of Your World, Colors of the Wind, and Cruella DeVille, I think, have made the most appearances. You are right about two of them. I mean, have two, you have, have, have have two right of them about, been on all of them? You're right about all of the ones you said, but yeah. the ones that have made the most appearances, the most covered, are Part of Your World and Cruella DeVille. They've been covered five times. Ah! So, and there's one person who has the most appearance across all the albums. Who do you think it is? I'll I'll, I'll tell. Uh, they've appeared eight times. Eight. Eight times on Disney Mania. It's not Raven, right? It is Raven. It is Raven. Raven comes in. She appeared on eight times. They also included her in the Disney Channel Circle of Stars. Mm-hmm. So, but coming in at a close second with six appearances is the Cheetah Girls. Without Raven. Without Raven, which this was my, so Disney Mania 3, I don't know if they were in two, but Disney Mania 3 was the first time I said, wait, there's the Cheetah Girls and then there's Raven. Yeah. Raven is not on the Cheetah Girls track. But didn't High School Musical, or not, I'm sorry, not High School Musical, Cheetah Girls 2 came out in 2006, right? And Disney Mania 3 came out in 2005. So they would have still been a unit. So it's weird that they were appearing yeah. without her. I remember getting the CD and like, she's not even in the picture. With yeah, the it's just the three of them. Yeah, so it's very odd. All right, so let's just go, should, I, should we just get into it and like we did with the Metamorphosis album. Yeah. Previously, and just go track by track. So there's, some of these have like concert performances. They did a Disney Mania 3 in concert. So we'll be referencing those for those yeah. couple of songs as well. Okay. But we start off in quite the place. <laughs> <laughs> Under the sea. We start off with Raven doing Under the Sea, committing to the bit on her Jamaican accent. She, okay, you know how, the the whole point of Disney Mania is Disney. They saw they the logline on out on the album is singers singing Disney songs their way. Yeah, Raven is doing a Sebastian the Crab impression. She sure <laughs> the is the entire time. Yes, and the music video is her in the studio juxtaposed with her in her live performance. I so I listened to the song first and then I went back and watched the video because when I was listening to the song I was like I can hear the way her mouth is moving right now and I know what expression she's making and then I watched it and I was right yeah exactly my favorite thing was in the music video she's like feeling it in the studio when she's and then when she's walking down she's like walking down the carpet like up to the stage Uh and she's passing all the fans and she's acting so surprised to see everyone she's like (laughs) (laughs) like everybody she's like gasping out and being like oh my god you're here and the guy flipping yes (laughs) the guy flipping in front of her (laughs) 
I was like, be careful. <laughs> you have precious cargo behind you. I could not believe she starts this off by going, under the sea, <laughs> come with me. Uh, it's, oh, and then you're. It's so weird. <laughs> I said to Hunter, like, before we started recording, I was like, this song sounds to me like Bayside did a production of The Little Mermaid. And Chelsea got cast as Ariel and Raven was mad. But Chelsea was like, but I'm a natural redhead. <laughs> and so Raven was Sebastian. And Raven was like, I'm going to be the best Sebastian there is. And so she's just committing to the bit. There's a part when they like break it down, which is instrumental in her live performance. They do like a little uh, like like uh, step touch thing with her in the background. I said only Raven would like groove to under the sea and kind of make it <laughs> like a dancing song oh what she also said the way she said the bubbles or something was so weird she raven 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 she also i looked on wikipedia at the like track listing for the concert she also performed grazing in the grass at this show yeah which is such a great cover and but it was not featured on Disney Mania 3, which for some reason. Yeah. Well, she can't have two entries. No, but she just, she did perform it at that event. Right. Um, the seaweed is always greener. It it's was, somebody else's lake. Like, she I do remember for it. Um, my, one of my first iPods I had looked like a, what was, uh, like a, a flash drive. Yeah, the, like had, the first iPod shuffle. Yeah, it had no yeah. screen or anything. Mm-hmm. So you just had to hit next, next, and just hope yeah. your uh, song would appear. And I had dis- I had this Disney Mania on it, and I just just remember hearing like Raven in my ears being like, "Under sea, come oh. with me." Uh, nope, I don't want to hear that right now. <laughs> but I used to love that version. Ugh. I love it. It's just so funny. Like it's so interesting. All right, so do not then then. We get to the the fire. The fire. You you love jump five. So the next you one, love jump five. The the next one is jump five singing Hawaiian roller coaster ride from Lilo and Stitch, and their version eventually was the theme song to the Lilo and Stitch TV show. Yeah, it's a, it it yeah this slaps. So well, it it hits you from. 1.1 second in this is why rock music was created was for this version of a wide roller coaster ride how dare you say that um how dare you not say that you really think that like queen and van halen were like yeah we gotta keep going so these kids can do a uh, queen and van halen have been pretty quiet since hawaiian roller coaster ride by jump five came, has, came out probably because freddie mercury was dead and, 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 oh my God, you are such a jump five stand. Hunter got really into jump five again when we were in college and did a dance in public to their song spinning around. It was not in public. It, it was, was, it wasn't like at the mall or anything. No, it but like, it was like outside of a restaurant. What? I wasn't there. I just saw the video. Is Wait, I did that? I think so. You and Verona and somebody else all went somewhere without me and I saw a video of it. I don't remember that. I remember doing it. It happened. Um, anyway, so this also comes with an official music video. And, well, this is when Jump 5 was only four people, by the way. 
because a group member left. And really? so now it was, it was jump four, but they were still jump five. And the reason they were called jump five is because they were all gymnasts. And so they would flip. There's no flipping in this. Yeah. I do remember them like flipping in their videos though. Yeah, that was their whole thing. Um, but so this music video, they're at a luau. And one of the vocals, the this is one I used to listen to all the time. Because again, it's the best. Spoiler alert, when we do like our favorite tracks, this is my favorite. Yeah, I, I, I know. I could tell. Let's say it. Um, the best part is when they go into ASMR. <laughs> You're talking about in the, in the song? <laughs> no, I know. It ain't no Mickey Butter. <laughs> uh, but some of, there's that one guy who can't really sing. Yeah. I forget what his name is. I know two of them are siblings. Um, there's that one girl with the blonde hair and the big mouth. That's Libby. Yeah. And she's like the main singer in my mind. But her and the other and the blonde guy are brother and sister. Uh, but I loved this version. It's good. And, yeah. I mean, it was good enough to be a theme song. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. The way she screams, alo, alo, what was she? What is that line? Aloha. Mm. <laughs> she, like, they scream that part. <laughs> And that's she's excited. <laughs> they on the Hawaiian roller coaster. Where's the Where's the Disney ride? The Leland Stitch Hawaiian roller coaster ride. I don't know. Right there for the take. They should have. They honestly should have given us that instead of Stitch's Great Escape because yeah, nobody ever liked Stitch's Great Escape. No, I threw up in that line once. <laughs> I love how like there had been rumors that that attraction was going to shut down for like years and then COVID happened and they just kind of like quietly took it down and didn't tell anyone. Yeah. That tells you how much. They Bye. Good riddance. Okay. Give us the Hawaiian roller coaster ride with a grand opening performance by jump five there. There you have it. All right. Anything left to say about the banger? It's great. I don't know what else to tell you. All right. So the next one is a whole new world by Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson from Aladdin. Did you see? So this is one of the ones that's not on Spotify, so we had to go no. to YouTube to watch it. But there is a music video of them doing the duet, and the comments on YouTube are full of people just going, Nick and Jessica were the all-time greatest couple. I never wanted them to break up. Like, look at how he looks at her. You can tell he was so in love with her, and he doesn't look at his new wife that way. <gasps> Really? And these are all like from like two, three years ago. So these people are like, oh my gosh. It's like somebody was dead ass. Like, he doesn't look at his new wife that way. And I know they're married to other people, but you can tell that there's something missing. Oh like, these they're meant for each other. These people need to move on. They both like have been married to like other people for 10 plus like years. Like, years. I know. Uh, I did not like this very much. Neither did I. I wrote on my notes Jessica Simpson's voice, dot, dot, dot. How do we feel? She's singing this song too sultry for me. Well, she's like, I don't really know how. Jessica Simpson is not a bad singer. No. It doesn't sound well in my ears. Right. Like, she I was also in the video. She was moving. She was moving her head like this so much that she was like a chicken. She she growls too much. If that makes yes. sense. Yes. She's like, oh no. And then at one point, Nick Lachey went. 
like over sideways and under. <laughs> I was like, why do you say it like that? Like I don't like this was obviously the time when they were married and had that reality show. Yeah, obviously. Friends, so but there's a distinct memory of this song for me. And so this is what the memory is. So back in fourth or third grade, it was like towards the end of the year. And we had a party day. Like, you know, like towards the end of the year, the year was like, well, let's have like so-and-so days. And so we were going to listen to CDs that people brought. But to make it fair, like, I don't remember why we had to do the why we had to vote. Yeah. But to make it fair, that's what we did. So people bring CDs and two of them would be played random like when we have like the free time and i remember when it got to that day to the time that's when you would write in what cd you want to listen to well the whole day i i wanted to and i brought in disney mania 3 and other people brought in random stuff and the whole day i was campaigning for people to vote for disney mania 3 and i was telling them i said i mean raven's on it I said, Nick Lachey, Jessica Simpson. And someone like, was like, oh, I love their show. I said, oh my gosh, then like, we should, you should definitely vote for my CD and then it will play and we can like play that version because they have a version. It's a whole new world from Aladdin. You know that movie, Aladdin? <laughs> like the whole day I was campaigning for my CD to be played. And so it got towards the end of the day and <laughs> my teacher was reading off and it was not going in my favor. At all. I was really like, stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> I was like, stop. Wait, wait. It's not going well. So, <laughs> I was the original stop the count. And so I think what we decided was um, someone just picked three songs from their CD and I got to pick three songs. Or I don't remember. Anyway, my CD got played. Yeah. And it was... Disney Mania 3 and the Nicholas J. Jessica Simpson version came on and I looked, my, I looked at my friend and said, did you hear it? Like, this is, like, I'm so glad you voted for us, for me. Because now you get to hear the song. Like, yeah, it's great. So every time I hear, I, so when I was listening to this, I just thought of that memory of me, like, campaigning, like, yeah. a, like the were dirty like, little. Were they like, yeah, it's great. Or were they like, yeah, it's great. Because it, like, wasn't. It was just like, yeah, it's good. Stop. Like you, you, oh. he's playing. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm doing some, I'm playing a board game. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is, but I just remember campaigning, like, my life depended on it for my CD to be played. Just I remember, for this I version bag, to flop. Right. And I had it in my book bag that day. Anyway, that's my little story about this. But anyway, I'm glad it, there's a reason why. I know the reason why it's not on Spotify is because of the, copyright probably but yeah <laughs> probably for the best that it's not honestly yeah oh but boy they left the next one on spotify and i think that it's garbage and this was my first jump scare <laughs> from disney mania 3 uh-oh <laughs> so this is it's a small world rap mania remix by fan 3 which from, who who is that i don't know from it's a small world from the ride this is horrible and so this is absolutely horrible. <laughs> so, it started playing, and I said, "Oh, well, this is just the song from the ride." 
Then all of a sudden, this rapper came in. I almost I was driving, listening to it. I almost wrecked my car. I was so perplexed by what was happening. It's basically a, this guy rapping about how everybody in the world needs to just hold hands and just need to love and hug is what he says at one point and like get along. And then in between, it'll be like, it's a small world. It's so yeah. bad. It's so bad. It's yeah, it's a lot. And I remember at one point he says, we just need to like all it's hold a- hands around the fire I- and sing my song. Like, my song is going to bring world peace, but nobody else's is. Like, like uh, your song uh, is going to start World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> a small world, the song, It's a Small World, is already annoying enough. I know. And this just made it worse. I was listening to it in the car, like I said, it had my windows rolled down, and I was at a stoplight. And then it was like, <laughs> and then someone, and there was no one on the road. And then all of a sudden, someone got in the next lane. And I like slowly rolled up my window because I was blasting this It's a Small World remix. Oh my God. I would have given anything to see the look on their face if they had heard it. They did, like, they did because I didn't realize someone was beside me. And and instead of this, uh, embarrassing. I wonder what Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson thought when they got the the list, who's also going to be on Disney Mania 3. And they were like, what? How did they get involved? I really don't know. Maybe they were also on the special edition of Aladdin. Maybe. Like, so far, everyone has made sense. Raven, obviously. Jump 5, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Now, I'm like, what? How like, did- who even is this? <laughs> who is fan 3? Let I'm me not look one- real quick. Let me see if I can find anything. I heard the fan 3 voice sounded familiar. So I think I heard something from them. But I have no idea. Well, the song couldn't. Excuse me? What? Is it a woman? (laughs) Uh, It's a woman! Oh. Allison Jane Laurie is an American rapper, singer, producer, and actress better known under the stage name Fan 3. Allison (laughs) Janey? So, she was on the Lizzie McGuire soundtrack and performed on the Radio Disney Jingle Jams tour with Aaron Carter. Oh. Also recorded something for Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Oh. That did not sound like a woman at all. I'm so sorry. She came out <laughs> as bisexual in 2009, though. Okay, girl. And they didn't put a picture of her on the cover either, so I didn't. They, I had no way of knowing that that wasn't a little boy. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Allison. Uh, <laughs> um, Becca, you were right. Uh, a Whole New World by Jessica Simpson. Nick Lachey was released to promote the Aladdin Platinum Edition. That makes sense. So, well, it's a small world after... Becca <laughs> <laughs> sent me a picture of Fan 3 herself. Excuse me! She, she has, a, like, a platinum blue hat on. <laughs> I'm spiraling. She looks like every Justin Bieber lesbian. <laughs> Ellen is quaking. Um, oh, my God. I'm sending you that picture for later. Okay. Okay, time to move on before I say anything else offensive. <laughs> All right. So next we have The Bare Necessities by Bowling for Soup from the movie The Jungle Book. I liked this. And Bowling for Soup. I would get Bowling for Soup and Fallout Boy confused all the time. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. They don't sound <laughs> anything alike. I know. It's Bowling for Soup is, they sing I'll Stop the World and Melt for You from Sky High. 
And they sing. I think so, yeah. And they, they did the Phineas and Ferb theme song. Yes, and they sing like 1985. Yeah, 1985. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Like very like, I mean, it's fine. I mean. They have more of a, and Patrick's stuff is more of a, yeah. It's a little, it's nuanced, but it's different. I, I know what you mean. Um, this song, the way that it opens, it sounds so much like the Sweet Life on Deck theme song, and I couldn't think about anything else the whole time I was listening to this. And then, by complete coincidence, I was trying to type into my notes that it sounded like the Sweet Life on Deck theme song, and my phone corrected it to Shite Life on Deck, which is basically <laughs> what the show should have been called. Very, it's very accurate. I mean, Bowling for Soup really has their ties in Disney. They do, which is interesting. Yeah. Because they have a song about a woman bottoming out and, like, living her worst life, and then they get to go and, like, do Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, and Sky High, and... Wow. We need to... We need to... I need, I'll need right. to I need to look into the Bowling for Soup history to see how they got involved with Disney. Right. And, interesting. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was okay. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's standard Disney mania fare... Yeah. Where it's just a song from Disney with more guitars. Yeah. It almost was a little bit too, like, almost on the edge of being just a little bit too pop punk for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You, you need that balance of you don't want to... There's one song that we'll get, get to later that I said, this should not have been touched, like, like covered like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see which one it is. Some people can, like, take it, like, like, for example, Nick Lachey, Jessica Simpson, basically did karaoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kept it the same. Jump 5 did their, like, I mean, going back to Jump 5, did their, did did, did it right. Mm-hmm. Um, Raven did an impression. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, at bowling, and there's, there's a track that we'll get to where it's just like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah. We took it too far gone where I don't even recognize the song anymore. You just need that balance. Um, all right. And next we have I Won't Say I'm In Love by the Cheetah Girls from the movie what movie? Hercules. Uh, honey, you mean Hercules. Stop. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. I'm um, mad. <laughs> this one also had a live performance. So, like we said earlier, this has no Raven involvement. No Raven. And Adrian Bailon is pushed to the forefront to be the Adrian lead. Adrian is shouldering this track. To be the lead cheetah. This, I wrote, the cheetah girl sounds so high-pitched. They do. But, yeah, this was like the first, this was their first really foray into the, the, the three of them. Like yeah. They're the really... The really first thing, because we also watched a behind the scenes of Disney Mania 3 from Disney 411. And Sabrina Bryan said in the interview, oh, I'm so excited to be on Disney Mania 3 because I get to work with these girls again. So I'm like, oh, well. And then they cut the clip like it was obvious that there was more in the interview, but they just cut it after <laughs> right after that. Yeah. What did you think of the live performance? It was fine. Yeah. This was all fine. Like, it's a fine cover, I guess. I don't know. It, it's not anything that I have a whole lot to say about. Right. Do you know who covered it really well recently? Ariana Grande. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the Disney sing-along thing? Yeah. That's This was like the first Disney sing-along. Um, 
So the live performance was at Disney World or Disneyland. And so the cheetah girls are wearing random cheetah stuff. And Keely Williams has a cheetah cowboy hat. <laughs> I want it. Oh, cheetah girls. It's it's so perplexing when it's... I mean, when I think of the cheetah girls, nine times out of ten, I think of the three of them sometimes. Yeah. But it's just so perplexing that Raven... So Raven was there at the same time. Yeah. Like, at the live performances. And then I would just wonder, like, how that was. Do you think she was watching the monitor in the back, like, knowing she was going to leave and being like... (laughs) (laughs) Come with me! Now that I think of that, like, now that I've seen that video of her making the sandwich after she got off the live with Keely Williams, like, Mm -hmm. I only ever think about that. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, I, like, it'd be like if you did a group project with someone and you go present and then one of them's like, you know what, I'm just going to do it by myself. Yeah. And then... The three of you still have to make your own project, but now the person who used to be in your group is doing their own project, and you're like, we could have just done this But together. you still have to come back and do another group project next year? Yeah, and you're like, we could all just done this together. What? I know. I mean, it's like what we said before, very, very safe. It is very safe. That um, doesn't make it bad. It's just... No. It's just kind of there. But knowing that this version exists and knowing that they're trying to make or they're going to make a live action Hercules, do you think the Cheetah Girls should be the muses? I do not. All right. (laughs) No. Okay, what if Raven agreed to be one of the muses with the Cheetah Girls? I think that Raven and Adrian could possibly do it. I don't think that any of the muses should be white. All right. So. Sorry, Sabrina. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, I'll choreograph. (laughs) (laughs) um so the oh this is perfect because the next one also involves um a song that was featured in the disney 411 behind the scenes so should we talk about the disney 411 we watched yeah so the disney 411 had brief little interviews with the cheetah girls lalane and um ally and aj and Mm -hmm. it's hosted by jackson rathbone who plays jasper in the twilight films which that wasn't the jump scare I was talking about. Yeah, I was where he's like, "Hi, I'm Jackson." Oh, I, I literally was on my computer. He was like, "Hi." I went, ah. Yeah. So I okay. I was about to crack myself up because Ali and AJ are covering Zippity Doodah. Yeah. Okay. And so, they can't say what movie it's from. No. Yes. Okay. So the next. So this is perfect. So we'll we'll talk about Disney Four on One and this next track because the next track on the list is Zippity Doodah by Ali and AJ from uh, Song of the South. Um, <laughs> they're not allowed to say! They're not allowed to say. Disney is notorious for just keeping zippity doodah alive, but never referencing what it's from, which everyone knows why. Yeah. But it's just odd, because Disney is so, like, throws, like, all of their movies in our faces. Yeah. But they're like, zippity doodah! So they they keep Song of the South like hidden because it's apparently super racist and it's really not that bad. It's it's a product of the times, yeah. but it's not like the it's not like actually actively racist and horrible. But the full film is available like on YouTube for free. Yeah, I've seen it once, many many years ago. So I don't really remember it. But Zippity Doodah is what people know it from. Yeah, and. Ali and AJ called it the Disney anthem. And I said, 
Uh, I guess. I don't. I don't Song think is, so. I was like, I would say the Disney anthem is "When You Wish Upon a Star." Right. Anyway, so what do you think of Ali and AJ's version? It's good. It's very them. It's it is very them back in the day. Like yeah, they're what if you. Like, it has very similar vibes of their. Um, do you believe in magic? Cover. Yes, or like walking on sunshine. Mm. So Jackson Rathbone is that his name? Yeah, he says, "Oh, I hear you guys can play guitar." That's Alan AJ's thing. Is they play guitar? Open. I love when they were like. <laughs> Allie was like, this is my guitar. Her name is Luna because she's shaped like a moon. And then AJ was like, this is Zippity. Um, I named it Zippity because it's the first song I'm playing it on. So I thought I would just name it Zippity. <laughs> I said, AJ, no. I read the same thing. I said, do you think that guitar is still in her possession? And if so, do you think she changed the name? Probably is. He said, I'm naming this guitar Zippity. He should have zippity that mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> and not have said that. Uh, um so yeah it's it's like why like i i don't know what if i'm i'm wondering if the booklet that cds have if they say what movie every song's from Mm -hmm. if they like if they do that for every song they have to do it for zippity doodah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they probably just did it why are you going? Because that's funny. Like you know what I mean? It's just kind of like. Um, I mean, if you look at the Wikipedia page with the track listing, it totally says it's from Song. Well, of yeah, the South. that's Wiki- that's Wikipedia. Anyone could put that in there. No, right? no, I know, but saying like, because I don't know, it's very odd. Wow, just because Disney is notorious for keeping that movie like buried. They deep, probably just but- said Zippity Doodah from like Disney something. From Disney, that's it. Anyway, let's zippity do da the next track, shall we? Ugh, <laughs> I don't want to. Have Kiss the Girl performed by the graduation songstress herself, Vitamin C. Is this the one that you think this song should not have been covered this way? No. It's uh, not? Maybe, I don't know. I thought this was ass. <laughs> this is from the little <laughs> well, Vitamin C, the only song I know her from is from every graduation ever. That's what everybody knows her from. Yeah. Not this. Not this. I don't, it's basically like you just took the track of graduation, but took out the vocals and put her singing Kiss the Girl in over it. Because it sounds the same, but it doesn't match up. And I just thought it was horrible. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. The, the, these next two people back to back, I'm like, what is going on, y'all? I know. What are we doing? We're, we're fumbling the bag on the I second really don't half. have anything to say about this. These I don't either. Um, I, well, the next one is Part of Your World done by... Guy Sweetnam. She did the Buzz on Maggie theme song. Yeah. Um, I... It's fine. Yeah. That one was fine. When we get to it, I forget what volume it's on, but Miley Cyrus does a Part of Your World cover. It's on five. It's on five. I used to love that version. I loved it too. It's very rock. Would you ever, if Disney Mania came out with Disney Mania vinyls, would you buy one? Yes. <laughs> Is that even a question? That's why I have. I would yeah. have to have five because go the distance. Oh. Mm. 
the Lucas Grabeel's cover of Go the Distance is religious to me. <laughs> it may as well be a hymn. <laughs> <laughs> it may as well be a hymn. That's funny. All right. So the next, so we're skipping over the two Little Mermaid songs. <laughs> Back yeah. To- Sorry. I I hated how she was like, she's got everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's, next I don't know. Next we have Colors of the Wind by Christy Carlson Romano from the movie Pocahontas. This was nothing special. I was like, so I wrote, I said, this sounds so weird. They're... It doesn't sound how Christy Carlson sings. That, no, it doesn't. They're, I think they were trying to make her sound more pop. You know Probably, what I mean? Yeah, it was it very, did. like, slow. Yeah. I mean, I know that the song is slow, but this felt, like, slow. Yeah, it just, the way she would, like, say some things, I was like, I think they're trying to not make her have so much vibrato that she usually does. Another cover from Disney Mania 5 that is superior is Vanessa Ann Hudgens' cover of this song. Yes! Oh, I can't wait. Disney Mania 5 is when we're going to be like... Disney Mania 5 slaps. That was the one that I had and loved. I had all of these. Except, like, you know, when we get towards, like, nine. Nine? (laughs) There's only seven. Seven, whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, she also performed at the live version concert. It's just her... uh, standing on the stage yeah it's it's, it's nothing special colors of the wind i i do like the song colors of the wind pocahontas oh, yeah. Has, yeah yeah pocahontas has really good songs oh yeah it does just around the river bend oh Chef's yeah kiss. Kiss. um what other songs from pocahontas um savages <laughs> oh i don't listen to that one i don't either i think just around the river bend and colors of the colors of the wind is obviously the big one yeah that's a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like um from the jimmy neutron movie where they're asleep on the planet and carl carl yeah (laughs) (laughs) carl weezer colors of the wind (laughs) cover when Same colors on the wind. That's my impression of the teacher from Jimmy Neutron. All right. This is not the Jimmy Neutron podcast. All right. No. Next, we have Prada Your Boy by Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Is anything more 2000s than Clay Aiken? I remember the music video. It's him like in an orchestra pit. Yes. I cracked up when the lights came on and his hair was just like... Like everywhere in his little two thousand spikes, like the lights come up so dramatically, and he's got his hair like that. Yeah. I so this was actually a deleted song from the cartoon. Yeah, that eventually was put into the Broadway show. Uh, do you remember? So Clay Aiken was the runner-up for season two of American Idol. Unfortunately, lost to Ruben Stuttered, but he was. Bigger than Ruben Studdard, who won. Didn't he basically lose because he was gay? Uh, like, Adam, Adam Lambert basically lost American Idol because he was gay. No. Well. Th- I'm not saying no to uh, Adam <laughs> Lambert. I'm saying I don't think that was a... No one... Clay Aiken was... He just lost. He wasn't, Yeah, but Clay Aiken was also gay. Yes, but I think from Adam Lambert, he was more uh, extravagant, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, yes, yes. Clay Aiken was just 
Clay Aiken. You know, does that make I sense? I don't know. Clay all? Aiken was always one of the ones that I thought that most, like, the popular opinion was that he should have won instead. No, yes. Yeah. But. But I, if I remember correctly, it was, like, 10 votes separated Ruben Stoddard and Clay Aiken, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that being said, do you I remember? You don't, you probably don't know this, but his fans, do you remember what they were called? No. The Claymates. Yeah. <laughs> but they were all like middle aged women. Of course mom. they were. Yeah, and my mom had his Christmas album and loved it. <laughs> like his cover of Mary Did You Know was like a staple in our house for the longest time. I was like, that's gospel to me. I love how this is also one of the ones that's not on Spotify. I'm not sure why. I I guess Clay Aiken thinks that he's too good for us. Cause like the the rest of his music is on there. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, well, I'm I also sang uh You sure did. In our se- in your senior showcase. I remember. I did a solo and I sang Proud of Your Boy. It was good. Thank you. I like the song. I like the song too. I this is just a version. This is basically do him doing karaoke to this as well. Yeah, but it's cool because this is a song that he is the first person that you hear sing this ever. Yeah. Where like if you listen to Crazy Cross Armada, you can be like, oh well, the woman who did Pocahontas is singing voice. That's a better version. This is the only version. Yeah, which is interesting that it's on Disney Mania. Like, it feels like it should be on a soundtrack. Yeah. And not here. It's on the Aladdin DVD, and they were just like, oh, we'll put it on there. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. If they don't have, like, another CD to release it on, that they would put it on this. Um, All right. Well, we're proud of Clay Aiken. Proud of of our little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Beck, are you a Claymate? (laughs) No. He, we- do- he does have one song in his Christmas album that I really like. <laughs> so you're a claymate. You're, you're, a, season- you're a seasonal claymate. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, what are Lucas Grabeel's fans called? I don't think there's enough of them for us. To <laughs> 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 I don't think that's enough of Grababies. Gra- uh, the- <gasps> All right, you're, you're a Grababy. No, I hate that. <laughs> You're a grubaby. Okay. Grubbyly. <laughs> You're a grubbaby. Okay. I hate it. So next we have the song that sent shivers down my spine. Because I cannot believe they got away with this. Are you yeah. serious? This is the one you don't think should be covered like this? Yes. <gasps> Strangers Like Me by Everlife from the movie Tarzan. I love Everlife. I think they always deliver. Well, I liked this. <laughs> well, their their package got delayed for me. They did not deliver it correctly. I'm. What do you mean? You. What do you mean? Phil Collins did not. He busted his rump to give <laughs> us outstanding, outstanding songs for the movie Tarzan. And yes, Everlife, he did. Everlife had to stomp on it. They did a rock cover, which is what the assignment was. Well. <laughs> that's not the class I want to attend if that's the assignment. The assignment for Disney Mania is to do the song your way, and that's what they did. Well, I didn't like it. Okay. Do it a different way, Everlife. I mean, I don't think it's better than the original, but I thought it was fine. I was just like, ugh. And I love that song. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it's common knowledge that Phil Collins put his, like, <laughs> his whole nutsack into the Tarzan <laughs> soundtrack. 
His whole his whole line, uh, loin like the trend on TikTok. That's like it's just a Disney soundtrack. Like you don't have to do anything crazy, and it's like a man playing a piano that's on fire. It's like Phil Collins, on right? Toxic. And so they they the what I'm saying is the bar for this song is so high. Yeah, but then there's also a cover of Two Worlds on Disney Mania Five that I don't think is that good. Who sings that? I think Corbin Blue. <laughs> Corbin. <laughs> no have you not forgiven corbin for his booty belts i uh, corbin blue is out of the lexicon for me (laughs) after what he did at the disney channel games of (laughs) seven with the booty bounce he is off the planet in my opinion i do not want a high school musical reunion if he's involved (laughs) love you corbin anyway i don't want to spend any more time on everlife okay (laughs) unless they're covering wild child from the movie the wild Remember that cover? Why would you bring up the wild? (laughs) That was a movie. That was a movie. Every so often I would see the preview on Disney (laughs) Channel again and I would be like, this movie looks like it's funny, but I don't remember it being funny. Maybe I should watch it and see. (laughs) And I would watch it again and be like, this movie is god awful. (laughs) It's really bad. It's awful. It's really bad. But hence why Everlife is in it. It's so awful to say. Sorry. They gave us Go Figure. Oh, yeah, that is good. I love that song. That is a good cover. They Let's... also gave us, they have a banger on the Princess Diaries 2 credits that's not on the soundtrack. What is it? Is that is it the Say It All? Say it all. I think so. It's not on the soundtrack, and it made me so mad when I got the soundtrack. I was like, why is that not on here? And my mom was like, well, if you're not grateful, I can take it back. And I was like, no. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Everlife, you have your pros and your cons, and this goes in your cons. Okay, all right. The next one is A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes by Kimberly Locke from the movie Who? Cinderella. She Who is came, this? She came in third place the same year Clay Aiken came in second. Is this her consolation prize? <laughs> Getting to do this? She had this one song. My sister used to listen to it all the time. It was like Eighth World Wonder. She was like, your love's like the eighth world wonder. Oh, I, I, this is another one of those that was basically just somebody doing karaoke. Yeah. And it feels like it's way too snoozy to be on here. Like I would have preferred the other version. I remember Kimberly Locke being in Celebrity Fit Club. Remember that show? No. It was a show on VH1, like a weight loss show, but it was celebrity. Oh, I was not allowed to watch VH1. I wasn't either, but I used to sneak downstairs and go and ooh. And uh, watch it in my basement. Watch like Flavor of Love, Rock of Love. That's I learned a lot from those shows. I live in New York, and when I would hear footsteps, I would slip. I would hit uh, the remote previous channel back to Disney Channel, and then when nice. I would, when I would leave the basement, I would go back to Disney Channel, then go to another channel like Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, whatever. So if anyone got on the remote and hit previous channel, VH1 would be erased from Smooth. the lot. So. I used to, when I think of Kimberly Lott, I think of American Idol and Celebrity Fickle. But anyway, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's the longest song on here. Four minutes and 41 seconds. Uh, um, and you feel every second of it. You feel every, <laughs> every second. <laughs> um, all right. So the next song is... Uh, Cruella de Vil 
and it's performed by Lillane from the movie of 101 Dalmatians. And I quote, she said, this is not your typical girly song. She did say that. She also said she put a lot of her own personality into this. Mm-hmm. And um, I I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. I just, she sounded like every girl who gets a lead role in high school because her dad like pays for the set. So she can't really sing and she just has to like talk through most of the song. She's like the definite, she's like the definition of someone who, of a girl who wears like many ties. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like many, like little mini ties. Did you watch her live performance? I did. They like threw stuffed Dalmatians in the audience. <laughs> yes, they did. I said, dang, someone is getting, I was like, someone's getting into character. Um, Again, the there's two versions that I think of Corelle DeVille. This version, obviously, and the Selena Gomez version. From, um, Disney Mania 5? Is that on 5 as well? I actually, I think Disney Mania 5 might be Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, this, I mean, this is... One well, of, Selena's version is good as well. I mean, Corelle DeVille is one of the most covered songs, which is so odd. It is odd. It's probably just easy to give people... <laughs> Corella DeVille is such an odd song in general, especially in the context of the of the movie. It's like basically like, hey, I'm writing a song about someone who is disgusting and I hate them. I know. Like imagine like listening to the radio and I wrote a song. I was like, and you just hear, Becca's annoying. I wish she would leave. <laughs> uh, it's like, basically you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, but for ladies. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I'm like I would be upset too. It, that's just like a, a, the song in the context is just. Uh, I just I liked it more as time went on. I just didn't like how at the beginning she was just like. Yeah. Jazz club smoking around, and you hear like now with the sultry stylings of Crowdeville, everyone put your hands together for Lele. Yeah, exactly. She's like has like a little cigarette in her hand. I kind of want somebody to do a cover of Cruella Deville that's just like noises. <laughs> Where they're like Cruella Deville, ah, Cruella Deville, ah, like, just... <laughs> like like when Beyonce goes. <laughs> Shoot, give me the microphone. I'll do it. <laughs> Drums. All right. Not so a girl. That, <laughs> that was Cruella Deville by the Lane, and to close it out, we have Jesse McCartney singing Pinocchio. Uh, not singing Pinocchio. Singing Pinocchio. Singing, <laughs> you wish upon a star from Pinocchio. Oh, church. This is church. I was like, wait, why am I getting a little sentimental? Because this is church, <laughs> and you will put your hands up and you will <laughs> praise the Lord. It just is like I could hear them using this, like at the at the parks, like. I'm sure they did. You know they still uh, play Disney Mania songs at the parks? I'm sure. Last time I went to, not not the last time I went to the park, but the last time before we sat for Fantasmic, you know that show at Hollywood Studios? Mm-hmm. It's like gig- it's like, uh, uh, like gigantic uh, audience. And the yeah. pre-show music is the Disney Mania songs. Nice. And they always play Kiss the Girl by Shitsisdale. As they should. That cover is good as hell. And I and I think they play they played Lilane's Corelle Deville. I can't anyway. remember why. 
Oh, it was when we did the um, the the segment on Mike's Super Short Show, mm-hmm. and you sent me the video of when they interviewed Ashley Tisdale for Kiss the Girl. I was like, I should go back and listen to that. So I liked it on my Spotify liked tracks, and now it's in my on repeat because I listen <laughs> to it so often. Ashley's like, thank you, thank you. I also just have so much fun doing my Ashley Tisdale impression in the car. Yeah. Jesse, he, this is not the, my favorite, because he's on Disney Mania again at some point. Mm -hmm. He does another cover of I'll Try. Which is far, it's far superior to this. So good. That one will like make me weep. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes people in church cry. They sure do. I think that's on Disney Mania um, 4. I'm looking at it right now. Disney Mania 4 has Jesse McCartney, I'll try. Yep. It also has Disney Channel stars, A Dream is a Wish Disney Heart Makes. Mania 4 has 17 tracks. And it has Zippity Doodah again. Well, Disney Mania 2, uh, 3 has 15. I'm just like... Bahama look- Roller Coaster Ride by the Baja Men. <gasps> well, How are they going to take what Jump 5 did and she toned it like that? <laughs> Um, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves because we'll right. definitely deep dive into all of these. Oh my gosh, Miley does a cover of Zippity Doodah. That's what I just said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, Jesse, not... Jesse's cover of When You Wish Upon oh my a Star gosh. is... Once what? again, sorry, I'm looking at the list for, for Disney Mania 4. Mm-hmm. Everlife is stomping on Phil Collins doing a cover from Brother Bear. Which is also songs written by Phil Collins. Everlife, get away from Phil Collins. Which one is it? I don't. It's called. It's from Disney Mania Four. Yeah. Oh, I see it now. Okay. I don't think the Brother Bear soundtrack is that good, honestly. So. What I'm saying is like, stop with Phil Collins. Like. (laughs) Everlife's cover of In the Air Tonight. Everlife, he did. (laughs) Ever life, you need to get a life and stop covering Phil Collins. What if they covered in the air tonight? I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Like, God. It would be so bad. Yeah. Anyway. Uh-uh. Anyway, that was Disney Mania 3. Mm-hmm. Our first foray into Disney Mania. As you can tell, we're already looking forward to more. Yes. They go down the line. Okay, Becca, you know what my favorite track was? I Obviously, do. Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride from Jump 5. Mm-hmm. What is yours? Um, I, I guess if I had to pick, I would say, um, when you wish upon a star. Yeah, that's a good one. Jesse, or I mean, under the sea, just, I can see myself returning to it just when I need to smile because it's so, (laughs) it's so much. Yeah. It's so baffling. And I don't know. I I enjoyed that one a lot. Hawaiian roller coaster ride is very, very good though. And, and Allie and AJ also. Yeah. What do you think like your overall review of disney mania in general like how it impacted us and all that stuff i mean i listened to nothing but disney mania 5 for like three straight months when i was a child so yeah some of these covers are like like people still speak of some of these today kiss the girl like we said kiss the girl ashley tisdale yeah fine roller coaster ride jump five Yes, it's part. Of, it's part of. For the, a while, I thought that that version of Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride was the only one that yeah existed. I just remember as a kid when they announced Disney Mania three, like being so excited of who was going to be on it and what they were going to cover. Yeah, like oh, this is so cool, and like thinking if I was on Disney Mania, what 
what song that would. Okay, it, here's the question for you. If you were on Disney Mania, what mm-hmm. song would you want to cover? Why Should I Worry from Oliver and Company? <gasps> oh, that's a good one. I love, I love that song. I love that song. Hmm. It would either be that or He's a Tramp from Lady in the Tramp. Those are like, those are my two like favorite songs to sing. That's a good one. I think. And they're both sung by dogs. <laughs> I think if I had a choice, I'd either do I'll Make a Man Out of You. Yes. Mulan, or. Hmm. Oh, I would love to cover um, When She Loved Me by Toy- from Toy Story 2. Interesting. Yeah. A, a little interesting. A little slow down. What if Everlife covers when she loved me? Uh, I will be very upset. There I, is a cover of when she loved me on Disney Media Five, I think. Yeah, I know by Jordan Pruitt. Mm-hmm. There's also a, a when we get into like the later ones. Uh, I remember like being weirded out that towards like the end of Disney Mania's run, they started covering songs from current, like. Disney movies that came out like a year or two before. Yeah. Like, I think someone covers High School Musical by the time Disney Mania like stopped. Drew Seeley covered Find Yourself from Cars on Disney yeah. Mania 5 so, and that came out like I think the same year. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. But um all right. Well, what is the besides finding out what Disney Mania songs would cover? What is the Disney Channel lesson we learned tonight? You know, as Raven said, the seaweed is always Guina. <laughs> uh, if I if I learned anything from this, I learned that Raven just understands every assignment she has ever been given. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that we we we've gone a long time without having some Raven content. I know. So I'm glad the the comments on the Raven performance too were people just being like, "I love her. I've always loved her. I still love her. She always delivers." Like. They were all just like, we worship Raven. Right. But Raven always understands the assignment. That's right. I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you are going to cover Phil Collins, you better bring your freaking A game. I would I would say if you're thinking about covering Phil Collins, maybe just don't. Yeah. To be honest. If you've chosen to cover Phil Collins. Bring all your your artillery. <laughs> Very true. The only good yeah. cover I've heard is the from the Broadway show of American Psycho. They have a version of In the Air Tonight that they have a literal, they have a 12-part harmony on it, and it's gorgeous. Ooh. Oh, oh, I'll listen to that. It's only like a minute and a half long, too, but it's really good. All right, Becca. If people want to see um, your Hawaiian roller coaster ride... <laughs> Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo. It's Becca H E Y O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel for um, Becca Stogner for my Robin Williams reviews. By the time this episode is out, I will have just dropped my Patch Adams review, which is going to have an interactive drinking game. Oh, fun! So be ready. Um, and also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are doing bad Christian movie reviews, talking about christian instagram accounts that won't stay out of our dms all that fun stuff all right if you want to find uh where what my hawaiian roller coaster ride you can find me instagram at real hunter martin twitter h camera martin if you want to keep up to date with this podcast 
and all the fun things we have in store, uh, episodes and stuff like that. You can find us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. On TikTok, we post little uh, graphics of stuff we said. Instagram, you can, that's where we mainly like post about, you know, all the fun stuff we do, all the, all the things coming and just a little tease for you all. Um, the month of August, we're coming with another themed week. That's all we're going to say. That's all we're gonna week? Say. Theme month. Theme month. I'm sorry, but that's all we're going to say right now. Make sure you, if you follow us on all the social medias, you'll find out what it is shortly. Um, but yes, always, um, we love the interaction with all you guys. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want us to cover. Tell us all that stuff. Um, leave Rate and review us. So we, and always feel free to DM us. And yeah, we, we just love all the interaction with you guys. So the more interactions with you all, the better, in our opinion. We love it. Um, and that's Disney Mania 3. If you want to, after this, if this inspires you to go listen, it's on Spotify, along with our Time Machine playlist we have on Spotify as well, where we put a lot of, some, a lot of these songs are on these playlists. Basically, Disney channel songs and artists from the best days. So there you go. I said that so sporadically. Oh, yeah, you did. I thought you were breaking up, to be honest. Oh, no, I wasn't. I was for some reason. We should, no, we should definitely go in and throw some, a couple of Disney Mania 3 songs on the playlist. Oh, yeah. I think some of them are. If they're not if already. The yeah, yeah. Right is not on there, then that's my bad. <laughs> it should be number one. Anyway, so, yeah, there's that. Why am I talking like that? Anyway, Becca, take it away. <laughs> I don't know. Well, until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. All right. Buck your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs>